Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Over the past year, several of our neighbors moved away, and new neighbors moved in. Sadly, we said goodbye to the ones who were leaving, and just as sadly, we watched the moving trucks deliver and unload the furniture, appliances, and boxes belonging to the new neighbors. We should go say hello, we said to one another. It would be nice to bake some cookies and stop by, we agreed. But days, weeks, and months passed. Well, it's too late. It would be awkward to go see them now. Excuses and delays kept us from welcoming the new families into our neighborhood. We're not proud of this, and quite frankly, we are ashamed of ourselves. We'll do better next time, we promise each other. What were we doing? What is it called when we give all sorts of reasons why we don't or can't do something? That's right. Make excuses. Excuses are easy to come up with when we don't want to do something that we know we should do. We don't want to take the time. We're too busy. We've got to finish this before we do that. We're tired. We will do tomorrow. First thing, we promise. But then tomorrow comes, and we conveniently forget our promise. In today's Gospel from St. Luke, Jesus and the disciples are on their way to Jerusalem. As they pass through a Samaritan town, they are not invited into anyone's home. In those days, and even now, it is considered deeply disrespectful to refuse hospitality to a traveler. The disciples are angry at the townspeople for not inviting them into their homes, so they ask Jesus if they should call on God to rain down fire and destroy the Samaritans. Jesus scolds them for this, and they travel on to another village. Along the way, a man says to Jesus, I want to follow you. But Jesus says to the man, You might not find a place to sleep. Foxes have holes to sleep in and birds have nests, but I don't have any place at all. Other people come up to Jesus saying they want to follow him too, but they can't right now because they have other things to take care of first. And Jesus looks at them and says, If you want to follow me, don't make excuses. In today's Sunday story, Pigeon delivers some big news to the bunnies as they play on the roof of their apartment building. New neighbors have moved into the first floor. The bunnies are super excited and can't wait to tell their big sister. But what will all the other residents of Pickle Lake think? Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The New Neighbors by Sarah McIntyre High on the roof above the city, Mr. Pigeon had the latest news. You've got rats in your building, he burbled with glee. They've moved in today on the first floor. Rats, squealed the bunnies. Rats, 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 yippee! The bunnies were so excited, they bounced down the stairs to tell their big sister Lettuce. 
Guess what? shouted Rosie. Rats have moved in. Lettuce said, Hmm, rats. I've never lived with rats before. We should go and say hi. Let's see if Vern wants to come. All the bunnies hopped down the stairs to Vern the sheep's door. Hi, Vern, said Lettuce. Some rats have just moved in downstairs. Do you want to come and say hello? Rats, mused Vern. I don't think rats are very tidy neighbors. We need to make sure they keep the place clean. Let's gather everyone in the building and figure out what to do. The rabbits and Vern hopped and trotted downstairs to talk to the pigs. Walter, Matilda, said Vern, we have rats in our building. We need to make sure these rats know our rules about keeping this building spick and span. Rats, grunted Walter. Oh, no, Matilda huffed. Heavens, rats are messy and they smell bad, too. This is awful news. I bet I know what the polar bears are going to say. Everyone hopped and trotted and tottered downstairs. Lars, Astrid, you're not going to like this, said Matilda. Smelly, messy rats just moved in downstairs. What? said Astrid. Rats are smelly and messy, and they like to steal food. Lars looked worried. What will we eat if they steal our food? We must tell the yaks this terrible news. Everyone hopped and trotted and tottered and padded downstairs. Norbu, Pemba, we're in trouble, said Lars. Big trouble. Dirty, stinking, thieving rats are now living downstairs, and I've heard that rats love to chew through walls. The whole building might fall down. Norbu and Pemba gasped in horror. Pemba's voice trembled. We must do something. Everyone hopped and trotted and tottered and padded and clattered downstairs. Open the door, Granny Goat. This is an emergency, shouted Norbu. Rats, big, dirty, smelly, thieving, dangerous rats have moved in downstairs, and they are going to make the whole building collapse and bury us alive in rat poop. No! We must make them leave right now, Granny Goat shrieked. Everyone tumbled downstairs and fell at the bottom in a big pile. They paused in front of the rat's door. No one wanted to be the first to knock. At last, Lettuce gave a timid tap-tap. Everyone held their breath. The door opened, and a small, tidy, friendly-looking rat smiled up at them. Hello? Are you our new neighbors? she asked. Another small, tidy rat joined her. I'm Bertram, and this is Natasha. Will you join us for some homemade cake? We've just unpacked the dishes and we're planning to invite you over. Do come in. Everyone shuffled inside. They felt embarrassed, except the bunnies who were excited about cake. How wonderful to have such thoughtful, welcoming new neighbors living here, said Natasha. Yes, said Bertram. We thought you might worry when you heard that rats had moved in. 
we know that rats aren't everyone's idea of perfect neighbors. Oh, no, gasped lettuce through a mouthful of cake. That thought never crossed our minds. All the animals nodded their heads and blushed. After they gobbled up the last crumbs of cake and said thank you, they hopped and trotted and tottered and padded and clattered back upstairs. Jake burped. Rats make the best cake. I want to be a rat when I grow up. Who makes no excuses in today's Sunday story? The bunnies, of course. They can't wait to meet the rats. But as soon as they deliver the news to the other residents, the bunnies hear more and more reasons, well, excuses really, for why having rats as new neighbors is not a good thing. In fact, by the time they reach the rat's door, every animal in the building is totally convinced that the rats need to go at once. Talk about inhospitable. Talk about rude. Talk about insulting. What happens between neighbors in both our stories this morning is nothing new. The Samaritans in today's gospel are rude and inhospitable to Jesus and the disciples because they disagree with their way of worshiping God. You see, the Samaritans believe God must be worshipped on top of a mountain, not in Jerusalem, where Jesus and the disciples believe God must be worshipped. And so the Samaritans want nothing to do with Jesus and the disciples because they disagree with the way they worship. Does this sound like an excuse for their rudeness? The animals of Pickle Lake convince themselves that the rats are dirty, smelly thieves who will cause the whole building to fall down on their heads. These are their reasons, well, excuses really, for being rude, unkind, inhospitable, and insulting to the rats. Who would blame the rats for refusing to answer their door when the animals come knocking? After all, they know that rats are not everyone's idea of the perfect neighbors, and yet it is the rats who are the good neighbors. The rats invite everyone in for delicious cake with kind words and open hearts. Who can blame the disciples for being angry with the Samaritans when they treat them so badly? When we get insulted, it is natural to want to punish or even get even with the ones who hurt us. But Jesus insists this is not the proper response to an insult. I think that Jesus would approve of the way the rats responded to the insults of the residents of Pickle Lake. After all, this is what Jesus teaches, that when we make no excuses, that when we love our neighbors as ourselves, we have the power to change enemies into friends. Let us pray. Jesus, who is friend to all, help us to love our neighbors so that our friendships will include people of many kinds. May our friendships grow so deep and tall that they bring us closer to you. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. 